Hello, my friend. Welcome to the It's Happening For Me podcast. If you're obsessed with all things spirituality, personal growth and development, and living as your highest self, you are in the right place. I am your host, Alyssa, and I spent the majority of my teenage years and young 20s living totally out of alignment. As I started to question my patterns and behaviors and actually got to know myself at the soul level, I realized that everything was happening for me. Now, as a spiritual life coach and human design guide, I am here to share my voice, personal stories, human design wisdom, and learn from incredible individuals living their purpose. Join me each week as we walk the spiral path of purpose together. I cannot wait to dive in. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to another episode of the It's Happening For Me podcast. I am so excited to get in today's episode. So it is Friday afternoon. I just clocked out of my matrix job, as I like to call it. And this couldn't be the more perfect time to record this episode because It's literally about how do we live our purpose while we're still working our matrix job. So I have so many different directions that I want to take this conversation today. And I'm so excited because this is exactly what I needed to hear at honestly, like all different levels of my purpose journey. And I really want to talk about just how alone and frustrating it can feel when we are trying to navigate what our purpose is and trying to decide if that's related to our career or not. And so I'm just super excited for this conversation. So I am sitting here at my desk on Fridays. I work half days um, at my work. And so I go into the office in the morning and then the second half of the day I work from home. And so I'm sitting at my desk, just looking outside at this beautiful view I see the mountains and the trees, the palm trees, the regular big trees, and I see clouds, and it's just such a beautiful sunny day outside, and I have my water, I have my coffee. Normally, I only drink coffee in the mornings, but this afternoon, I was like, I think I'm going to drink another coffee because I am recording this afternoon, and I want to make sure that I'm super ready to go. So let's just get into it. So first of all, I kind of want to preference this whole episode around what is this idea of purpose? And a lot of us are so conditioned to believe that our purpose is our career. And that's where things can get very confusing um, because that's not true at all. Like your purpose can be related to your career, but I kind of want to separate the two so that we can really get a good understanding of of the the route that we want to go. So our purpose is the essence of who we are. Our purpose is so much bigger than a job title. And it is kind of the way that our soul decided to show up in this lifetime and it's like this like underlying message or mission that we are here to really carry out and it's going to show up in all parts of our lives. So it's going to show up in our relationships. It's going to show up in the work that we do. It's going to show up in our finances. It's going to show up in our day-to-day life, how we interact with strangers. Like every part of us is, is our purpose. And then our career is tied to how we make money. So obviously, in this day and age, we have to make money to survive. Like literally, we have to pay the bills. And that's where it can get very confusing, especially for very spiritual people who um, maybe they want to start sharing their gifts. And there's a lot of confusion between wanting to charge for this spiritual gift and also like wanting to help people. And at the end of the day, all things aside, we have to be able to make money. So what I really like to look at is, okay, work is what we're here to do for a big percentage of the time, depending on what your soul wants to do. I'm a generator and I freaking love working. Like I have no desire to be on a beach 
with my laptop and work like two hours a day and have all of this free time. Like, I just have no desire. There's nothing in me that that sounds appealing. And depending on your design, that might sound really good. Like, I know for a lot of projectors, like, projectors are not here to work extended hours. Like, their energy is so different. And they're here to really honor their energy. And they're here to work less hours. And so something like that might sound appealing to them. But as a, as a sacral generator, I have that sacral energy and I freaking love working, especially obviously when I'm lit up about what I'm working on. And so for me, it's really been a journey of discovering what do I want to do? Like, what do I want to do? What do I want to exchange my time for, for money and in turn be paid for whatever skills or abilities I'm, I'm providing. So the way I kind of want to break this down is there's kind of, let's just look at this as two paths. And obviously, you know, in the quantum field, there's endless possibilities. Like literally there are endless possibilities of the way that we can show up, of the way that we can create things, of the way that we can make money. But I'm going to talk about two common paths because I feel like these are the most common paths. And I feel like this is where I got the most tripped up on, on my path. So there is the path of working for yourself. So being an entrepreneur or a solo, a solo entrepreneur, or there's the path of working for a company. Okay. So you can either work for a company and get paid, or you can work for yourself and get paid. And I feel like that is the first thing to really look into when discovering what you want to do for your purpose. Because here's the thing, maybe you are, you know, discovering you have spiritual gifts and you really discover that you love to do Reiki healings. You love it. It lights you up. You're so good at it. You're so good at connecting and you love making people feel good, but you don't necessarily have the desire to be an entrepreneur. Like maybe you don't want to build your own business. Maybe, and this is this is coming from like the highest expression because not every single person was designed to be a business owner. You know what I mean? Like I think especially in this space, we get so confused or so conditioned to think that we have to take our spiritual gifts and like create a business around it when you don't have to do that, like unless you want to. And if you want to, then there is a very clear path forward, but you don't have to do that if you don't want to. So if the idea of creating a business doesn't sound good to you, you don't have to work for yourself. You can still find ways to make money work for a company, be a a support role or a contributor to a company and live a really happy life and still pursue Reiki healings on the side and still make money from it. You know what I mean? Like you can still have your gifts and have an equal exchange of money for the energy that you're providing, the service that you're providing and still also work for a company. It doesn't have to be like an all in working as an entrepreneur or working for a nine to five, like it does not have to be that. And so I just want to like reiterate that a thousand times because when I was first starting out on my journey, I felt a lot of imposter syndrome because I felt like, oh, like I have these spiritual gifts and now I want to create this business. And I really do want to create a business and have my own impact. But I also understand that for me, this journey is going to take a while to build. You know, I'm a Capricorn stellium. Like I am fine with the long-term growth, the long-term sustainable growth. I am not someone who just wants to take an immediate leap into having my own business because I'm also very happy with where I'm at in my current job. And I wasn't always in this situation. So today what I want to talk about is I am going to break down the two paths. So the first path of the person who you know that you want to be a freaking entrepreneur, like you do not want to work another day for somebody else. It kills you to work for somebody else. Like you have so many ideas and creativity and you just want to go on your own and forge your own path. And you know that this is for you. I'm going to give you 
some guidance on that path. That would be like George, my partner, George, he could not stand to work another day for somebody else. Like it literally killed him on the inside, every single job that he ever worked at to be working for somebody else. He's a manifesting generator. So he has that like manifester initiator in him and he just couldn't. Then there's the type of the other path, which is the person who maybe isn't quite sure yet if they want to be an entrepreneur, but or maybe they don't want to be at all and they want to work for a company, but they want to find the perfect job for them because maybe they're not that happy in the current role that they're in. We're going to explore that path. So we're going to explore the path of the entrepreneur and we're going to explore the path of the person who would like to work for a company. And both are equally good. Both are equally important. We need both people. We need entrepreneurs. We need people who are creating things and initiating. We also need people who are supporters, people who are really helping the growth and sustainability of these incredible companies and are bought into the mission and the idea that these companies can push forward with their bigger resources. Okay. So both are equally important. And the moment that you can release attachment to trying to over-identify with one of them is probably going to be the moment that you start to have some real clarity. Because for so long, I really knocked the idea of working for a company. I was like, ew, like I want to be an entrepreneur. Like I want to create my own thing, especially with an open head and open Ajna, like in the industry that we're in, in all of the accounts that I follow on Instagram, in the I've been to many coaching certifications and that's what a lot of my peers are doing. And so I felt like it was inferior to work for another company or keep my nine to five job. But as I did some very deep reflections, it really went over what I'm good at. And, and I had this conversation conversation with George because like we were really comparing our different personality traits, our and also like our human designs and also like our past experiences and seeing where do we thrive and where do we really feel stagnant and just like shitty. And he's great at being an entrepreneur. And I'm actually really good at working for a company and being a support role. Like I'm really freaking good at it. That doesn't mean that I don't also want to create my own business, which is obviously what I'm doing right now. But It just means that I have a different path and like all options are available to us. Remember, like as long as we like don't cut ourselves off from endless possibilities, we can do whatever the fuck we want, which is so exciting. And so I hope that this episode gives you peace. I hope that it gives you clarity and I hope you can kind of start to like identify where you lie and just do deeper contemplation on your purpose slash matrix job and start to see what really feels good with you and play on different ideas. So we're going to explore the two um, paths. And then when I explore the path for the person who wants to work for a company, um, I am going to give some tips and insights on how to make that a more enjoyable and happy experience. Because at the end of the day, what we do for work is pretty much what we spend the most time on. Like literally, that is where we spend the most time. That is the people that we spend the most time with is our peers or our coworkers. Unless we're solo entrepreneurs, then it's very important to have a really great like peer group in place so that you have people that you can relate to and, and not feel so isolated. Um, And this is also where we're making money in exchange for our skills and for what we bring to the table, you know? And so it has nothing to do with the value of who we are as a person or our worthiness. It has nothing to do with that. And it has everything to do with what skills are we bringing to the table and what can we offer in exchange for money, resources. So I am so excited and let's just dive right in. So the first path, Say you know that you want to be an entrepreneur, you want to be a spiritual solopreneur, you have an idea for services or products that you want to sell in exchange for money. And maybe you're already doing this, maybe you're already a coach, a healer, maybe you sell products, um, or maybe you're just really excited to explore this and you know that you want to go off on your own and work for yourself. So some things to um, look at. 
there are three different kind of ways that you can do this. So you can take a leap, you can do a transition, or it can be like an accidental situation. So let's, what does that look like? So a leap, you can do an immediate leap. And this is whenever you know the time is right. And this is where you're just quitting your job and you're just going for it. So this is, this could be before you have a system set up or it could be after. Most likely this is going to be before because the after would be the transitionary, um, the transitionary type. So perfect example of the leap would be George. So George and me went to college together and both graduated the same year. He got his bachelor's in kinesiology and he worked a lot of different jobs in that field and realized that he didn't like it. So he worked in a physical therapist office. He worked as a personal trainer. He worked as a substitute teacher. He, and then eventually like he just didn't like any of those jobs at all. Like it was painful to stay in those jobs. So the last job he ever worked for himself before he uh, became like fully quit and just jumped into entrepreneurship was he was working at, I believe he was working at a shoe store as a manager. And he had this uh, amazing, but to me, very scary idea to quit his job, buy a table and a tent set up at Balboa Park and sell things. And he is a leaper. He is someone who is not very risk adverse. Like he is an all in or nothing type of person. He did never liked working for other people. He never liked being told what to do. He never liked being on someone else's time. It was literally dreadful for him. And he's a very independent type of person and he doesn't love customer service. He doesn't love working directly with clients. He's someone who wants to spend time like doing what he likes. He is a uh, 2-5 Manny Gen. So he came to me and told me that he wanted to quit his job and he bought, like I said, a tent and some tables. And I think he bought like some, I think he went to Goodwill and bought some art or some paintings and he set up his booth and that was the first things he tried selling. And then that didn't really work. So then he transitioned into selling bread. So he would go to the, um, wake up super early in the morning, go to the bakery, buy, um, Mexican bread and Mexican pastries, and then take it out to the park, sell it. That didn't go so well. So then he started making jewelry. So he was making like different bracelets and selling like bracelets and different items from the thrift store. That didn't go so well. And then he started selling superhero paintings and that was kind of like going well. And then he started selling anime products and the anime products were it. Like he started making sales on that. So his whole like way that he started his entrepreneurship leap was there was no plan. And that's kind of what it's like to just take a blind leap. So he didn't have savings. He didn't have, actually, I think he might've had a little bit of savings, but so I think he was actually able to pay his part of the rent. I don't think I ever had to cover his part of the rent, but he didn't have money to invest in anything. He took a $600 stimulus check from that we all got from COVID. And that's how he bought the supplies for the tent and the booth and like the first products that he ever started selling. And he also bought his like seller's permit. Um, and that was that. And it just evolved into anime world over like a year or two years. And so that is the type of person who if you don't have a safety net or like a big savings, cause he didn't have a big savings. Like he immediately had to start making money. So it lit a fire under his ass to go all in. He was up every single morning, super early setting up at that park. He was constantly trying to innovate whenever products wouldn't sell. He would try to find something else to sell. And he just kept trying. He just kept trying different things. He didn't give up. Like he has the grit. He has the creativity. He is not attached to the outcome. He's not attached to what he's trying to sell. He is attached to trying to find what works. And so he has great time management. He has so much drive, so much structure. And that is really what it takes is 
I think for someone to take the leap and to be successful, it's like so many things are going to keep happening that you're going to feel like quitting, but you have to keep pushing forward. And that's how, like, really, that's the only way you're going to be successful. And this is really good for people who need like that pressure. Like this is good for people who work really well with under pressure. They want that fire under their ass to go, 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 go. And they're continuously innovative and creating more ideas. What better type than a manifesting generator, right? Because that is literally how they are. So that worked for him. The idea of taking this blind leap for me sounds extremely unsettling, unnerving, and like it's absolutely not in my plan or my design. So that takes me to the next type, which would be the transition. So the transition type of person is someone who's still working their nine to five or still working in a service-based job. And they are using their time on the weekends, nights, or days, whatever their schedule permits to transition into their business full-time. And so I absolutely have a dream and the plan to transition into my business full-time. For me, I am very open and surrendering to however long God's timeline is, that's what it's going to take. And the moment that I released this pressure to be like, okay, in six months, I'm going to leave my job and I'm going to be making $10,000 a month and my business is going to be so successful. My books are going to be so filled up. The moment that I released that pressure for myself is the moment that I actually had my creativity come back into my body and I started loving my life again. Because when we put our pressure on ourselves, especially if we're in the transitionary type and we're not doing that immediate leap, all that it does is just create more stress and creates more closed closed mindedness restriction and when we're in that place we are not able to see the endless possibilities that the universe has for us when we're in that restrictive space it's literally creating a reality of lack of this is not happening fast enough and we're really attracting those types of vibes into our world So if you are going to be someone who is going to do the transition, like you know you want to create your own business, but you also want to do it once you already have some things set into place, you have like maybe a big savings set aside, you're already proving that that your business is successful by making a certain amount of income or having a certain amount of clients over a certain period of time, then that is what's going to really help you make the transition smoother. The downside to this is that there isn't that really big sense of urgency lighting a fire under your ass. So if you don't have impeccable time management and things in place to processes in place, systems in place, scheduling in place to help you do this transition, like it's never going to happen. And that is something that I learned because I was trying to do this transition for two years and made absolutely no movement because I didn't have my goals set up. I didn't have any systems or plans in place for how I was going to do this until probably the last three months. And so it just didn't go anywhere. And I thought that I was doing all of the things by like creating content and showing up on social media, but that's not what creates a business. What creates a business is if you have income coming in. And so you have to create a way to make sure that you're doing the really like the needle driving movements that you need to do on your business day after day, week after week to ensure that you're setting yourself up for success. And then the third type of way that you can do this entrepreneur move from the nine to five to being a solo entrepreneur is it can be accidental. This can be the person who is working their job and then maybe they have some sort of health issues in their immediate family. And so maybe they start like researching all of these solutions and they start noticing like, oh, wow, like I actually found a solution for this health issue. Or maybe they're on their fitness journey and they start losing weight and becoming very healthy and finding things that really work for them. And they're sharing their journey. And then people are asking them for advice. They're seeking them out for their help because they are sharing their transformation openly. Then this can actually be how 
it can be accidental that you become into creating your own business and working for yourself because people are seeking it out from you. And in order for this to happen, you would have to be like fully in whatever transformation you're undertaking. And then other people would obviously have to know about it. A really great example of this is this really beautiful woman that I follow on Instagram. And she was basically documenting her journey of becoming sober from alcohol. She started walking every day and then she started running. And then she created like this whole account on Instagram, just documenting her story of sobriety and of like running marathons. And she had such a beautiful change in her physical, emotional, spiritual bodies that just her showing up and sharing her experiences was magnetizing people to her. And she had so many people reaching out for help that she created a coaching program all around her fitness and sobriety journey. And she started like just having so many clients because her following was so big that she just couldn't keep up with her nine to five and this coaching business. And so she just quit her nine to five to fully step into her entrepreneurship journey. And when she started out, she never had that like vision in mind for herself. She just was honestly and openly sharing authentically her journey. And then it was just so beautiful and magnetizing that it called her people to her. So that's kind of like the way that the accidental like shift can happen. So kind of, so again, kind of think back to yourself. Are you someone who really wants to freaking step into owning your own business, sharing your gifts. You freaking love what you do. You love how you can heal people. You love how you can coach people. You love how you can create these products that can just make such a big difference for people. You just feel really stuck because you're not sure how to transition from your nine to five or service job into that. First decide, are you someone who fits more into the like immediate leap who is just ready to be like, I'm just going to throw it all in and just go for it. And you thrive off of pressure. You thrive off of this kind of chaos because it really is going to be chaotic if you don't have a saving set up for yourself, if you don't have systems set up for yourself. Like it really is going to be a bit chaotic, but I've seen it be possible from George, like 100%. Like he literally made it happen. Yeah, it was really scary. As a partner supporting him and him asking me for my deep trust and support, of course, I voiced my concerns. But at the same time, like being a spiritual life coach, like in the making at that time, because I was still going through my certification, I also knew that what we like, it's very important the way that we show up for our partners when they're expressing to us what their desires are in terms of like their career and their purpose, because it's very easy to project our own fears and limitations onto them. Like, oh, I want to make sure that he's stable because it also affects me. But if I were to be very negative and put fear in him and tell him not to do it just because I couldn't see his vision, that would not be fair. And that wouldn't be that would not be a supportive partner at all. And that happens so often. And that's why it's so important when you're going to be on this journey to have a freaking coach because your coach is a non-biased person who is not being impacted negatively or positively by anything that you're doing in life. So they're here for your highest involvement. Like they can see the vision with you. They can see the highest potential that you have and help you and guide you on that journey. Whereas your partner may have be projecting their own limitations onto you. Like it's just going to happen. Like that's what happens with most people. And you're very lucky if you have a very supportive partner who is like, yeah, like I fully support you. Like whatever you want to do, maybe they can also support you financially. That would be very helpful as well. But not everyone has that. Not everyone has that at all. So And also if you're single and you're talking to your best friends about this or your parents or whoever, whatever people, loved ones that you have in your life that are closest to you, just remember to be very careful about exactly what you're sharing because it's so easy for you to already be doubtful about your gifts and and the things that you want to do. And then to have them come in and project their negativity onto you can be really devastating. And Also, it's so important to look at your freaking design because your design is going to show us 
what, where do you lean more towards? Do you lean more towards an immediate leaper? Do you lean more towards like someone who's more a transitionary type of person? Like manifester, you're not here to ask for any one's opinion. You are a freaking trailblazer. You are here to just freaking do it. And so maybe for you, if you feel, if you're listening to your strategy and authority and you feel like quitting your job tomorrow and you like have that urge and you listen to your strategy and authority, it, it could freaking work out, you know, like look at the highest potential. But also if you're somebody who is risk adverse and you feel unsafe and you don't feel safe without having a saving set aside or having yourself set up to have this time to create the business and the time that it would actually take to get business, then absolutely there's nothing wrong with doing the freaking transitionary um, style, right? Because if you are creating content, whether you're selling a service or selling a product, if you're creating from a place of scarcity, of lack, of desperation, because you need to pay your bills from this baby business that you're just creating, it is going to be so repelling and so difficult to monetize that. Like it just is because people can feel your vibrational frequency. And if it's a feeling of desperation, it's not going to attract what you want. Which is why I personally am a huge proponent of the transitionary style because you can start to create on the side. You can start to have momentum, start to get business, see that your idea is actually working, see that the marketplace wants your idea. It is successful. You're creating income. And now you know the shit works and it's proven to yourself. And now you can take the leap of leaving your job and fully working for yourself because you have that proof that it is working. You do have income coming in from it. You do have clients. You are selling your products because we like, there's so many different iterations of a business. Most successful businesses aren't successful in the first year. Just being honest, it's not. And so if you are putting all of your eggs into one basket and just oh, praying this shit works, but you don't have anything set up for it to work, it's not going to feel good. And it might even be detrimental to you. So just saying, all things to think about, all things to think about. Okay, cool. So think about where you're at. What feels better? A leap? Like, hell yeah, let's do it. Like, George, are you like me? A transition? Like, hey, let's work on this on the side. I'm committed. I'm going to put in the hours. Yeah, I'm going to be working a lot of hours, but I'm going to make it happen. Great. Okay. Now let's think about this. If you're going to be the transitionary style, what is your day-to-day job that you're paying the bills? And is this somewhere where you are feeling depleted or somewhere you're feeling expanded? Because this is also going to make a huge difference, especially depending on your type. So if you are a projector and you have limited energy and you're working at a nine-to-five job or a service job that you freaking hate. You hate the people you work for. You're very stressed out. You don't like what you're doing. There is no way that you're going to be able to sustainably work an eight-hour job, an eight-hour day, and then come home and have the energy to create and work on your business. No sustainable way. Yeah, you can force yourself. You can force yourself for only so long, but how long until you burn out? And this is coming to you from a generator. You know, like I have burnt out. And when I was working a miserable job, I had absolutely no energy to work on my business, to even be creative or think about the ideas that I have or honestly do anything besides come home, eat and sleep. Like that's all I was doing. So it is very important that we set ourselves up to have a good experience in our matrix job while we're doing the transition to work for ourselves. So these are three ideas I have. If you are working a nine to five, do you enjoy the people you work for? Do you have the same values as the company you work for? And do you feel like you're getting paid fairly for the services you are providing? If you feel resentful in any way because you're not getting paid enough, if you have a toxic work environment, like you don't like the people that you work with, you don't share the same values, like there's shady things going on, then 
what you can do is look for another job. That way, it's so important where we're spending the majority of our time that we like the people that we're with. There's no reason that you should be working a job that you don't like your coworkers. Like, I'm sorry, there's no reason. Yeah, we're not going to get along with everyone. There's going to be people that push our buttons at every job, 100%. I've worked many, many jobs in my lifetime. There's always been a couple people that maybe we don't get along with. But the job that I have right now, I absolutely love the people that I work for and that I work with. I absolutely love my boss and it is possible. So I never want someone to feel like where they're at is it's just how things are. Like every job in this industry is just toxic or all the people are like this. It is not true. It is not true. I love the people I work for. I freaking love the managers that I support. I love my boss, all of them. And that is possible. That is 100% possible. So you need to find a company that you share similar values with. You need to find a company that is growing. You need to find a company that, yeah, that you just enjoy what you do. You don't have to love what you do on a day-to-day basis because on the side, we're creating the life that we want to have by creating our business. But you do want to be able to like be good at what you're doing because that gives you a sense of accomplishment. That gives you a sense of confidence when you're really good at what you do during the day and that fills you up. Then you're able to have this energy when you go home or on the weekends to work on what you're doing. Also, if you are in a very high responsible position where you're on call or you're working excessive hours, that's another place that you can look at and say, okay, for the quality of my life, is there a way that I can maybe work a less responsible role so that when I'm clocked out or when I'm off the clock, I'm actually removed from work. Like I'm not thinking about work. I'm not working on emails. I'm not answering calls. I'm not on call because if you're on call or if you're doing work outside of the allotted work hours, how are you going to have time to work on your business? Like you're not, and you never are. Even if you continue to tell yourself that you will, you won't. So this is where you're going to have to take the leap of finding a job that supports you while you're in the transitionary period. And that is going to be scary. Like that can be very scary, especially if you've been with the same company for a long time, or maybe you're scared to take a pay decrease. But if you're, you know, you're doing this for the long run, the transitionary transition to create your own business is the long run idea. So you need to find a job that you work for during the day or at night that is sustainable so that your energy works for you. If you don't want to do a nine to five job, one really good idea that I heard from the Skinny Confidential podcast from Lauren Bosnick is to work a service job at night. So you can be like a server or a bartender at night, especially a service job because it pays tips. And then during the day, you have the day to focus on your business. So like you can have all day to like work out, do your spiritual practices and work on your business. And then you just go to work at night if that fits your schedule, if that fits your home life and family life. Another really cool idea that I've always considered if I ever like stopped loving what I do for my matrix job is I would find a job that this is what I always used to do, like especially around Christmas time. I always used to find a job where like I wanted the employee discount. So for example, any like retail store that I used to love, I would work there so that I can get the employee discount. Maybe you want to invest in like a new coaching program or maybe you want to invest in something for your personal growth and development or you want to learn from like really cool people that are inspiring to you. Maybe you can work at that company because then you can start learning from these people. You can um, maybe take advantage of employee discounts if they have employee discounts for like programs that you can take. I have a really, really good friend who is a I think she works customer service or like a VA. I can't remember. I think customer service um, for a company that she absolutely loves. She gets to do their coaching programs for free. And then she's spending her time in a customer service role that she's really good at. She feels like she's making a huge impact because she's constantly helping their clients and it's something that she's good at. And then she's able to do that on the side while she creates whatever else in her life that she wants to do. So instead of working at some like random nine to five job that she hates or that 
has nothing to do with where she's going. She sought after this company that works in the field that she wants to do, which is in sobriety coaching. And she's able to work for them and like really get to know the founders and like build relationships with these people and like network. Like that is honestly what it's all about. And so that's a really great idea. If I didn't really worry about, okay, so if I didn't really think about discounts or what are some benefits of a job, I would work for somewhere where it had the clients that I was looking for readily available. So for example, maybe a coffee shop, like maybe if you want to be a coach, you could work at a coffee shop and or like a yoga studio as like a receptionist and just start building relationships that way as well. And just like starting to get to know people and working in a, in an office or in an industry that you actually really like, because then you can take like yoga classes and you can start to make friends and peers in that industry. Instead of again, working at like a really boring job that you just hate, because if you're really excited and lit up by the job that you do in the daytime, That energy, that life force energy, even if you don't have the sacral defined, is going to bubble up and and give you sustainable energy to work on your business outside of those hours. So those would be like my three tips. So just to recap, we really thought about, do I want to work for myself? If yes, I do want to be a solo entrepreneur. Do I feel more comfortable taking the leap? Is that something that I just need to do? Rip the bandaid off and just freaking go for it and know that the universe will support me and has my back like George? Or do I need to set myself up to be in a transitionary period? Maybe I love the job that I'm at right now. I love the people. And so I'm going to create systems and schedules so that I show up every day, every week and work on my business in my free time in the nights and the evenings and have some loose goals around when I want to transition out. And again, I say loose goals because if we put too much pressure on ourselves to have like an exact date and time, just personally, it really, really tarnished my creativity and just made me feel like shit. Like I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do and it just didn't feel good. But also having those systems and schedules and showing up for yourself every single day and every week, week after week, it's just going to happen. When we show up for ourselves, when we're putting ourselves out there, when we're taking aligned action, that is when you create the reality that you want to be in. That is when you create these like crazy quantum leaps because you're literally stepping into a new timeline and you're taking and accepting what is yours. So it's just going to be bound to happen. If as long as you stick to doing what you need to do and taking action, consistently over a long period of time or a short period of time. Like it could be very fast. Who knows? You can manifest it fast as hell, but just decide that that's what you're going to do and then create those systems and steps. And, or if you, if I'm someone who feels like I really don't like what I do in my nine to five, I feel stuck. I feel, feel stuck, stagnant. I have no energy when I get home. It's too much responsibility. I'm just completely burned out. Then take the Take the leap of faith into finding a new career that you can do that makes you happy while you're building your business. And also, I just want to tell you guys my my beautiful manifestation story of how I did this for myself because this is freaking nuts. Okay, so I, okay, so picture this, okay? It's 2020 during COVID, right? I am working as a manager in Bakersfield and I am super burnt out. I have a lot of health conditions starting to pop up around like my eczema and I'm just feeling like shit, like overworked, stressed out to the point where I'm like, I know so badly that I want to move into a support role or a coaching role that I'm just like getting over it at this point. I have absolutely no time when I get home to study any of the mystical studies that I love to do. No time for my spiritual practices, literally only time, have time to eat and sleep and wake up and do it over again and cry because I have such a bad migraine every single night of the summer. So I end up moving to San Diego. Me and George moved back to San Diego to live with my mom temporarily. And I'm working as a manager, a co-manager at just another store, but in the same company, but in San Diego. And again, I'm experiencing this, like, I hate my 
I hate this job. Like I'm always freaking tired. I don't have a set schedule. I have no routine set up. My, the hours are so long. I would go in my car and just like cry on my lunch break and just fantasize about never coming back. And so I finally got the courage and the strength to take a leap. And I said, you know what? And, and also this was after many talks with George and my mom and George was like, Hey, Alyssa, if you hate it so bad, quit. Like I support you. You know, you always support me. Do what you need to do. Just quit, but find another job first. And so I went home and I started searching on Google and Indeed and Craigslist for open office administrator jobs. Now, mind you, I had no idea what the hell an office admin did. And I have no idea why I was even Googling that position, but something in my soul, like just downloaded and it told me to apply for an office admin job because this will give you the structure. This will give you the Monday through Friday set hours, set schedule. You always know when you're going to work. When you punch out, you punch out. You don't have to worry about your team members calling you. You don't have to worry about putting out fires. Even when you're at home, you're not stressing out about numbers and you're not stressing about all of these running the business because you're just going to be an admin. And so I was like, okay, so I started applying to every single office admin position you could think of in San Diego and all of them paid minimum wage, which was far below what I was making as a manager, also including like the bonuses that I was earning. Right. But, and that was scary. That was scary to be like, okay, I'm going to take a huge pay cut. I'm going to go to a position that like doesn't require the degree. So like basically the college that I just went through for 10 years isn't going to help me at all because it's not necessary. Um, and yeah, so there, there was a lot of downsides to it, mostly financial, but the upside that my soul knew I needed was the freaking routine, less stress and a set schedule so that I could open my energy up to study the mystical esoteric studies that I, my soul wanted to study. And so that I can transition into my entrepreneurship role and work for myself one day. So, and this was before like Dharma Coaching Institute. This was before any certifications I had, right? Like, but it was just my soul knew to do this. So I was applying to all these jobs. I was like, okay, I'm going to accept a demotion and I'm going to accept a pay decrease. I don't care. I want, I, my soul needs to do this. So I applied to like so many jobs that night. And then the next day, okay, the very next day, I went into work and my co-manager was at the computer and he was like, Hey, Alyssa, um, did you see the email that just came through? They just opened an office admin position for the San Diego location. And I was like, and they're opening it internally before they post it externally. And I was like, no fucking way. And so I pushed him off the computer and I was like, I'm sorry. Like you're going to have to run the floor for this, this morning. Like I'm going to apply to this job. And so uh, holy shit. Right? Like, what the hell? Like literally 24 hours ago, I didn't even know what an office admin did, but I applied to like 30 office admin positions at a minimum wage rate, accepting and trusting the universe that this was in my highest good. I'm going to accept it and just fall and take the leap and trust, completely abandon this career growth that I'm on that has so much potential for growth because I just like did not want this anymore. And this opened up an internal position for our company that I had already been with for years. And so I applied to the job and I sent a email to our VP of operations. And I was just like, Hey, I just want to thank you so much for, for this opportunity that our company, you know, the growth opportunities that our company keeps providing. I want you to know that I'm applying for this role. I'm very excited about it and I can't wait to interview. And so he replied back, Hey, thank you so much for your interest so many other people have also shown interest, good luck or something. Right. And so right there, I was like, oh my God, like so many people, other people showed interest. But then my soul was like, I don't give a shit if the whole fucking company applied interest. My resume was built for this. Okay, guys, I have a bachelor's degree in business admin. Okay. Business administration. I when I was living in Bakersfield, I interned for Kern County CAO office. And so I literally interned 
for the chief administrator office of Kern County. So I worked for the county and I had all of this experience that I didn't even know could be beneficial towards this position. Because again, I didn't even know what an office admin did. Like I've always worked in retail jobs and then in this like field operations, I've never worked in an office support role. And so submitted the application. I heard that so many people were applying, but I was like, you know what? I got this. And I released it. I released it to the universe. And for the fall, and then I had my interview scheduled for a week later. And a week leading up to it, all that I heard from coworkers, my my boss, my immediate boss, um, and even like a little reservations from like my mom and George was that, wow, this is kind of a bad idea because you are getting off of your like path. Like your career path here is set. The next step is area manager. Like you can be making a ton of more money. You can keep growing in the managerial role. There's already a clear path for you. If you do this, you're removing your chances of that. It's a huge pay cut. It is a huge commute. It was 48 miles one way. So I would be driving a hundred miles a day for this job. And so just there, right? Like just that alone, like a huge pay cut and putting ton like driving for a ton of miles a day. And so I was given the advice by everyone that this doesn't look that good. Like this, like, why do you want to do this? But my soul knew it didn't know why, because we never see the full picture, but it knew that it knew that this is what I needed to do. There was, there was not an ounce in me that didn't think I needed to do this. I was like, I'm doing this. Like I'm getting the job. I already have full belief in myself that that job is mine. I'm getting it. I'm going to interview just like everyone else. And it is for me. So long story short, I ended up getting the job. You know, sure enough, I start feeling so much better. Right after that, I took my transcendental meditation training and I started meditating every single day, twice a day for 20 minutes. That is where like a huge other part of my spiritual journey started because I like meditation is insane. And I started really aligning myself with the frequencies, higher frequencies of the universe of my soul's purpose of my path. And things just started opening up. Like I suddenly had this time freedom. I had a solid routine, which my soul needs that constant. I know when I'm going to work. I know when I'm going to be off. I know when I clock out, I don't have any responsibilities. I don't need to think about that job. I just get to work on my studies. And that is when I took all my certifications. I got my life coaching certification, my mindfulness meditation teacher training, my sobriety goddess training, like everything that I, all the certifications I did, I finally had the time and space for that. I had the time and space to do healing work, to integrate, to start feeling like lighting my soul on fire and like filling up my cup. And I wouldn't have been able to do that if I wouldn't have taken that huge leap to us, to the unknown and taking a job that I didn't know, like if I would be successful in it or not. And so that is my little story about if you are in the transitionary style transition from wanting to leave your nine to five into your solo entrepreneurship journey, find a job that supports your energy along the way. It is the most, it's transformational. I know so many people right now. I have so many friends and peers that are in the transition with me, but they're so busy and stuck in their job that they have no time for themselves. And when we don't have time for ourselves, how can we tap into our intuition? How can we work on our business? Like we can't, it's literally impossible. So it's very important to take the brave step of just looking at that and seeing where can you set your life up to freaking thrive right now and thrive in your nine to five. Get excited to to go to your job, where whatever the job is, and get excited to show up as your best self, make the best impact there, be fully there and present when you're there so you have no bad feelings about when you're off, giving it all to your business. Because when you prove to yourself when you're there that you are good as hell at what you're doing. It just creates massive confidence and that spills into your business. Okay. So I just wanted to share that with you. And just another side note, I, so I worked as an office admin for a year and now I am in, I got promoted to a recruiting role. And so now I do recruiting and it's actually is kind of more high responsibility 
because I'm responsible for hiring our hiring needs for 34 stores and the whole onboarding process. But because I have the two four profile, that easy breezy genius, um, I, I love my job. I'm very good at it. It comes very easy to me. I have my routines and my system set up. So I know exactly what I'm doing every day. I'm on top of it. I'm proactive. And then I have this amazing burst of energy when I get off work to work on my business because I feel so fulfilled from work, from the people that I work with and from knowing that I'm doing a great job at that job. Like if I was slacking off or fucking off at that job and not putting in hundred percent, like you don't feel good about yourself. It doesn't give you confidence to show up and, and do what you're doing in your business because where we are, how we show up and do things is how we show up and do things in every part of our life. So be the person who shows up and does a great job at your nine to five and then do that in your business too. Even if you're a dip, and again, I can only speak from a generator's point of view because I have the sacral energy. I don't know how it is for other types. I don't know how it is for projectors, reflectors, or manifestors, but find something that I, but I can, I think I can say as a blanket statement that we all want to do something that we enjoy doing during the day or night, because then we have more energy to work on the things outside of that. And you don't have to suffer in a toxic environment because there's so many good people out there and so many good companies that run smoothly, that invest in their team members, that give you great benefits. And so don't settle for a shitty job. Like there's just so many jobs out there. That's all I can say about that. Okay. Oh my gosh. It's crazy how we're at 57. Oh, seven, 57 minutes, seven seconds right now. Um, I thought this was going to be a shorter episode, but just to wrap it up on the second path. So if you know that you don't want to be a solo entrepreneur, you really enjoy working for another company, or maybe you're still trying to figure it out because you're on the purpose path. This is my advice for people who want to love their life, love their jobs and work for somewhere else, for someone else, because this is a hundred percent possible. We need people to work in all jobs. We need spiritual people to shine their light, to share their gifts and their heart-filled, beautiful energy in every aspect of this 3D realm. So we need people in the government. We need people in healthcare. We need spiritual people as lawyers. We need spiritual people in retail. We need spiritual people everywhere because your light and the way that you shine and your purpose, your soul signature that you're here to share. And it is in fact related to where can you be of support and be of highest service and use your skills and abilities to work for a company, support their mission and serve, serve others. So if you're someone who is not happy in your job right now, I would, I would do the same advice of taking the leap and to just finding a company that you are on the same wavelength with as their values, finding a company where you like what you're doing, you're interested in what you're doing, because you should enjoy what you're doing, especially if you want to work for another company, like you should love what you're doing day to day. Maybe there's things and parts of your job that you don't love to do. Like obviously we all have tasks that we don't love to do, but you're freaking good at it. You're good at it. You feel valued. You feel like you're making an impact and you're serving other people. Those are what matter. Those are the things that freaking matter. If you're at a job where, or a nine to five job where you like it, but you want more, you like the people that you work for, but you want to make more money or you want to make more impact have a one-to-one with your boss and ask for more responsibility. We don't get what we don't ask for. And there's, if you think about, if you think about how we're living in the quantum field and how there's endless possibilities, literally anything is possible. You can actually create a, a role that doesn't even exist. Like I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen for my peers. I've seen it happen at the, um, for my peers in my coaching industry. I've seen it happen from people in my company. If you are someone who is of value, you're showing up, your company appreciates the hard work that you're doing and you have like some sort of something you want to offer or create, or you see where you can help out in a different way that isn't like happening yet, put something together and have these one-on-ones with your immediate boss or whoever you need to talk to, to like create a role because it can absolutely be done. Maybe you're a projector and you see how your organization is running and you see how, oh, if they just had this position, this could help things run even smoother. And you actually love, you would love to be that person to 
manage that position or you would love to be the person to do that position or you'd love to be the person to like train those people, you know, like maybe that is part of your soul's purpose. So if you like who you're working for and you just want to make more money, you want to offer more of yourself, don't be afraid to ask for more responsibility or to, to start creating and dreaming of ways to create new positions. It's totally possible, like 100%. Another thing that you can do is look into different skills that you can that you can create or different ways that you can be of value. Because again, when we're working for somebody else and it's a business, it really comes down to the value that we are giving them, not the value of ourselves or our worthiness. It has nothing to do with our worthiness. It has everything to do with what is the value that we're offering this business? How can we help business the business move forward? make more money, create more impact, help more people, serve more clients. And when we start to think of it from like an abundant point of view and you really step into your leadership identity, you can help transform whatever organization you're working at. Like honestly, and if you don't like the organization that you're working at and you don't feel this like expansion when you think about it, go find a company that you love, that you love their values, that you that you see growth with, that fits your soul signature. And that is how you will start to have beautiful happiness in your job. Because again, none of us are meant to be stressed out, underpaid, overworked, walking on eggshells because we don't get along with our coworkers, feeling undermined or undervalued from our boss, feeling disrespected. All of those feelings and low vibrational frequencies are not acceptable. And the moment that you claim that you're not here for it and you leave that situation and you only accept the highest, most abundant, impactful, service-based identity and you show up and you give your excellence 100% and you know your worth and you know the skills that you bring, you know the market value of the skills, maybe you're working on creating even more skills, that is the kind of opportunities that you are here for. And that are the kind of, those are the kind of opportunities that the universe is going to match with you. And you absolutely can create hella money working for another company. Yeah, I think there is less of an income ceiling when you're working for yourself as an entrepreneur, but you can create hella skills and create very creative roles in different companies and make a shitload of money working for somebody else. It's crazy how much money you can work, you can make making for working for another company. It's crazy how much impact and influence you can have working for another company. It's crazy how much service and help you can offer people when you work for another company because you're working under a structure, under an organization that is bigger than you and it is it has resources and it's here to help move our consciousness and our universe forward into great beautiful ways. So yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. I feel like I am complete. Just to recap again, if you are confused about how you can live your purpose while working your matrix job, ask yourself, do you want to contemplate the idea of being an entrepreneur, of being a solopreneur? Or are you very, very happy with just working for another company? You like having that structure. You like working for an organization that has resources and is and you're aligned with the values, okay? So kind of pick which path you want to do. And this can always change and evolve. Nothing is, is forever. This is just to give you some clarity in the now moment. Once you decide the path, start to decide, okay, if I am a solo entrepreneur, this is where I'm going. Do you want to be a freaking leaper and just go for it right now? Light the fire under your ass, start something new. Do you want to be in the transition? Take your time, build your, your nest up and go when the time is right. Maybe it's going to be an accidental type of entrepreneurship journey. Or if you love the job that you're in, or you just like working for somebody else, you like being a support role, Maybe you want to be a freaking CEO or a badass, like, boss bitch at this huge organization that you serve so many people. Or maybe you want to be this, like, beautiful, like, therapist at this, like, very small, beautiful therapy office and just support your immediate community. You know, like, whatever it is, big or small, whatever your dreams are, think about it. Think about how can you set yourself up to love your job day to day because we are going to be putting a lot of time into our jobs and 
How can you set yourself up to work with people that you absolutely love, that you are aligned with? And how can you bring your beautiful energy, high frequency, high vibrational, spiritual goddess self to the 3D world, to the people that you want to serve? How can you bring you and keep yourself at this higher octave to the masses? Because that is what we're really here to do as spiritual beings. Like, we're here to freaking help people. We're here. I think all of us can agree that we're here. we just want to make people suffer less and feel better. Like, we just want to make people feel happy and healed and love their life. And that is what we're seeking for ourselves as well. So, how can you create this day to day? And stop putting it off into the future. If you're unhappy with any part of your life now, what steps, what actions can you take today to create a plan for yourself? Start putting things in place so that you can make sure that you are living your highest, most energetic, aligned self day to day while you create your future and the the future that you love. Yay! I hope that was helpful. Oh my gosh, that felt really good. I hope you guys have a beautiful day, evening, night, morning, wherever you are in time and space. It does not exist. So we're really here together next to each other. Maybe you are on a walk. Maybe you're doing the dishes. Maybe you're on your commute home from work. Maybe you are doing whatever you do, girl. I don't know, but it was just very fun to hang out with you. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, babes. I hope you loved this episode as much as I loved recording it. If you would like help diving deeper into these questions and really pondering how is your design and energy set up to be the most successful, to be the most peaceful, the most surprised, satisfied, and lit up about your purpose and career, then be sure to reach out to me on Instagram and you can book a quantum soul blueprint reading where we go all into your human design. Or another favorite is you can sign up for a prosperity pathway reading where we dive into your gene keys, specifically the pearl sequence, and we look at your actual energy that tells us all about how you're here to financially make money from serving the world with your gifts. So if you want to do a little bit more deeper work and you would like some assistance, reach out to me. The link is in my bio. And if you have any questions, just DM me on Instagram and we can talk about which offering would serve you best. So yay, can't wait to connect. Thank you so much for being here and listening, beauty. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a review and share the episode with a friend who you know will love it. We can connect further on Instagram at I am Alyssa May. So come say hello, leave a comment of your favorite takeaway on my most recent post, and I cannot wait to connect. Thank you so much, and I will see you next time. Bye.